Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Is by hitting the uh, subscribe button on the YouTube channel. Then you'll know when we're going live anyways. It's a win-win. Another thing we've got going on right now is promo code college, which is for our college basketball DFS projections. They're now behind a paywall, but uh, we're running this promo code college where um, you can get them for just $4.98 for your first week of the uh, CBB projections. Um, I'm seeing that our stream has died. Uh, Tyler, are you seeing that or no? I have no idea. Yeah. I got a couple messages saying that that uh, the stream died. From Cliffy, DM me, and then... I mean, this will be a good listen on the podcast for, you know, the 12 listeners that we get over there, but, uh, yeah, everyone's saying stream dead, stream dead, you know, yeah, well, I don't know. Let, let me give this a minute here. Six minutes ago. On YouTube, 91 views. Okay, so that stream has ended, it looks like. So we're going to pop out another stream. Okay. All right. Let's see here. Yeah. On the podcast, is this going to all be one thing? I think it is. No, it actually won't because I'll have to uh, right, we're back in action, back in action. Can see you looking good. Seth says, wow, Seth being nice today. He must have binked over on Yahoo or something <laughs> last night. Uh, the good news is I was just talking about a promo. So let me run that back really quick. We've got promo code college going on. Uh, it is, uh, for our college basketball projections, they're not behind a paywall Four ninety-eight for your first week of college basketball DFS. This is just in time for March madness. I'm sure Josh will be degenerately betting all the college basketball games. Do you bet college basketball at all? I don't. I mean, during the I, tournament, the, the last time I think I watched a college basketball game was when Rutgers still had like Quincy Doobie and Hamde. What was his name? I don't even know. It was like way back in the day. I don't really do college sports, but if we're getting, you know, promo code, we're getting some good stuff. I'll dabble. Yeah. I'll be on the DFS side for sure. Uh, with those college basketball projections, this offer is only valid through, uh, this Sunday, the 28th. So, uh, there's only 28 days in February this year, I believe. Yeah. It's an odd year. So, you know, it's the even years, every other even year, it's a leap year. It's not this year. So, uh, once it turns over to March, this deal will, will no longer be valid. So take advantage under five bucks for your first week of college basketball DFS. Try them out. Not a lot of people are probably using projections for a sport like college basketball. It's a niche sport. Um, there's probably a little bit of money to be made and you are going to be in a good spot if you've got solid projections. And if they're on the site, they're going to be good projections. So I will be looking forward to using those, especially come tournament time. Uh Thank you everyone for joining us back on this stream. Uh, you know, can't really say what actually happened there, but the stream just died on the other link. So tell your friends to come over here. Uh, if they're looking for the NHL DFS picks, like the title says, although we don't really talk about 
picks that much. We're not like that touty, I guess. We more talk about like strategy and such, but um, yeah, maybe, maybe we do top picks actually. Now that I think of it, uh, I've got I've got some for later. Let's start with the Penguins and the Capitals. Three point one implied total for the Pens. Three point three for the Caps. Tristan Jari and Vidic Vanacek going in uh, in net here. And uh, normal Pittsburgh lines that we've seen the last couple of games, capping in with Crosby Gensel, Malkin Zucker, and Russ. Third line remains the same. Bluger, Aston Reese, and Brandon Tanev. I'm definitely going to be dipping down to some third lines. I don't know if I'm going to in this game, but that was the easy part of this game. The Caps have gone full blender mode since their Sunday afternoon game. Uh, and it's going to be uh, Lars Eller with Ovechkin and Tom Wilson. Evgeny Kuznetsov with Verana and Shiri Backstrom with Oshie and Panic. Uh, big total. I don't know which line I like, if any, on the cap side. The Penguins are probably a little bit easier to, to talk about here. But for a one lineup guy, are you considering any of these lines tonight in GPPs? Well, so I was trying to dig through some line matching stuff here because it's going to be important to see who actually gets the Crosby line. Um but the last couple games, the Capitals at home have been sending out this Nick Dowd line against the top competition. Now, I don't know if these line changes are going to be for defensive reasons. It's got to be because it's not for offensive yeah. reasons. Like, is the Lars Eller line going to get Crosby? They're probably their their best defensive line at five on five is probably this Oshi Backstrom panic line. But I just don't know how they're going to match up. So, like, in a one lineup scenario. This is it's very tough to go Capitals here because you don't know who's going to get the Crosby line. I don't really want to go against Crosby and Gensel. It's a, just a pair that I don't do. So, which is for the sake of assumption, so we'll say that the doubt they're going to send the doubt line back out against Crosby. Um, if that's the case, I probably want some of. I mean, a full line is just tough here. I, I, I probably, you know, one off of Etchkin. If I had to go for a full line, if I knew they're going to move, avoid Crosby, it's probably going to be Oshie, Backstrom, Panic, And that doesn't really excite me too much anyway. So, like, in MME, yeah, maybe I'd, I'd dabble a little bit on that third line. I'd probably do a little bit of a, a power play scenario just because, um, you know, Yari's not that good of a goalie. Their PK their penalty kill is middle of the pack. So, I mean, like you can maybe exploit there, but like the power plays over three, even strength lines. So it's kind of tough. So on the capital side, it'd probably be down to, you know, that third line a little bit, a little bit of Ovechkin, Ovechkin Carlson two man, which is really expensive, but there's a bunch of good filler lines tonight. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then on the, on the Pittsburgh side, uh, assuming, um, you know, that Dowd line goes against Crosby or the Eller line goes against Crosby, the Malkin line is going to get a, a really good matchup five on five here, especially if they're going against Kuznetsov. So I'm going to the Pittsburgh uh, side. I really want um, Pittsburgh two here, Malkin, Rust, and Zucker. And then uh, the last show I was on, I think, yeah, it was Saturday. Me and Cliffy had a pointed conversation about Latang, how we're not going to one-off him, how maybe we're going to leave him off power play stack. And what did he do? He had two goals. So <laughs> I think – um, it's it's a similar situation. Like you don't have to put in Latang, and I still certainly wouldn't one off him. But if you're if you're going pit one or pit two, I think you can put in Latang. Yeah, uh, I, I mean, I like Latang's more just a correlation play for me, uh, and I think I'm gravitating more towards that uh, Malkin Zucker Russ line. Now, that's not to say that I'm scared of Washington four matching Crosby right. line. I think it's just going to be a really good five on five matchup for the Malkin line. They're not strong defensively. So there's, there's certainly some options for the caps here. I mean, it is a big total, so it's not like I'm ignoring this game. Um, I think my favorite line probably factoring in ownership, especially is the Kuznetsov, Rana, Connor Sheary line. Uh, they were going up against the devils. I want to see. Yeah. Was it the devils on Sunday afternoon that they played? The Anyways? Yeah. They smashed at five on five. So you know, maybe this is going to be a quality line gets, um, you know, clean up on some of these second and third lines for opposing teams when they're at home. Um, so I'll take some shots on them. The correlation stinks for them, but that's going to make them a very low owned uh, combo, even for a six game slate or the other way to go on the cap side, in my opinion, is some sort of power play stack with 
you know, the main guys. So you get in Ovi, you get in uh, Verana, you get in one or two of Backstrom and Oshi and Carlson, and you just hope for, you know, they outperform their implied goal total here. So they get four or five. Um, Pittsburgh goaltending has not been stellar so far this season. Um, And, you know, you get exposure to all three of those lines that way. So um, you're going to need, you know, power play goal or two in order for that to pay off. But um, I think that's going to be another pretty low owned combo the four or five man power play stack and seven K Carlson is, uh, is tough, but, um, you know, if you're not getting to guys like Yossi, uh, and some of the other top defensemen, um, I wouldn't say like Carlson is much worse of a play than let's see what, what's the price on the Montreal guys. They've been way priced up. Petrie, uh, Petrie's gotta be up there. Yeah. Petrie's at 6,500. So like, I think I'd take Carlson even with the increased ownership. Carlson, if you're going power play, like Carlson's always involved on their power play goals. Yeah. He's always the one passing it over to Ovi's in the office, just claps it in. Mm-hmm. So he, he usually gets the primary assist on the Ovi goals. Yeah. And if you're not running just three threes, Ovi, one of the better one-offs uh, up there with guys like McDavid for me tonight, I don't usually one off. I like to get at least two forwards uh, correlated for like all my lineups. But if I was doing a lot of one-offs, I think Ovi would come up uh, quite a bit for me. Quality projection for, uh, his expensive price tag. Anything else in this game? Any other punt defenseman or you know lower price defenseman that you're looking at? Uh, Mike, Mike Matheson, yeah. I mean, his price is is creeping up now. He's 3400. I th- I still think he can go there when he gets into like the 37, 38, even like up to like 4100. That kind of range, you have to like take a little bit of pause. But at 3400, at that price for what he can do offensively, uh, I think you can put him in. Death says Eller, Ovi, uh, two-man. Yeah, that's fine as well. Uh, I was, like, taking the center with Ovi from doing a two-man. Uh, you you know, you could go Wilson, Ovi. Those would probably be your more likely goal scorers, but probably want the cheaper Eller at 3,300 centering Ovi. Uh, pretty good two-man there as well. So not going with a ton of conventional stacks on the Capitals, but definitely going to have exposure spread out throughout the th- – the three lines and uh, just wanted to point out the ownership on that Kuznetsov line and what they did uh, on the Kuznetsov line. Oh boy. The, All right. We got the dogs going Ooh. for Kuzi. I, I was waiting for it. Yeah. I was trying to stall there. All right. So <laughs> the dogs like the Kuznetsov line. So we'll note that maybe we'll get uh, the second stack in uh, the nut lineup as we go throughout the show. Really? It's just my Chihuahua getting the other dogs away so she can steal the bone, but We'll, we'll say it's the Kuznets offline. Kuznets offline. It sounds like that to me. I think I think that's all I've got uh, in this game. Do you have anything more you wanted to add? Goalies only in GPPs if you're correlating. But All right. One, yeah. Blackhawks and the Blue Jackets, 2.6 implied total for the Hawks. It is a three flat implied total for the Jackets. Lankinen and Corpusalo are your goalies. We were DMing a little bit earlier today as we do most days. And uh, I was talking about the Blue Jackets being one of my least favorite teams for DFS. Is there anything you could talk me into on the Blue Jackets side here? I'm, I'm not going to have zero of them. I never have zero of a team on a six-game slate. Uh, not never, but almost never. Uh, I think I'm just going to do my normal Blue Jackets thing and just kind of spread it out. Uh, hope to hit the one line or this game stays quiet and I don't spend a lot of my lineups on the Blue Jackets. But is there anything that you love? for this Columbus side I mean there's not nothing I really love I mean this is I, I guess it's a good matchup like the Hawks are supposed to be terrible and they're actually like overperforming so far this season um they're coming their defensive numbers are coming back down to earth a little bit here but uh the line a Rosselvick Atkinson line is fully quality power play one uh their numbers so far haven't been great um it's not a terrible five on five matchup for them but like if i'm gonna play them it's it's really for the power play uh from the columbus side if there's something i'm gonna get to uh this uh stenlin bjorkstrand uh Gregenko line is gonna see the depth of chicago and that's where you really want to take advantage of uh if you want to leave out uh michael greg Gregenko. There you go. 399. Get in the chat. You can make fun of me for that one. But uh, Stenlin Bjorkstrand, they're both on power play too. They kind of, Torts kind of splits time with their power play units. So 
I wouldn't imagine many people are clicking in 4,300 Kevin Stenlin tonight. So, I mean, like the Stenlin-Bjorkstrand combo uh, on power play two with Andrew Peak, I think, is their power play two quarterback. That's a nice little cheap way at low ownership to attack the depth of the Hawks. Um, the other the other game – or uh, yeah, their their last game, the, the Columbus third line was fully quarter and power play two, but they kind of mixed it up. Felino's back on power play one. I think if you need like a one-off, a cheap one-off on power play one, you can go Nick Foligno. Um I wish uh, uh, Alexander Texier was on the power play. So that third line, I'm kind of off from a, a power play perspective because one's not on the power play. Jenner's on power play two. Felino's on power play one. But they're also a cheap filler stack. You can play five on five if you need to get there. But really, uh, the Blue Jackets, for me, it's going to be pieces of that second line. And I'll have – if I'm going to power play stack, it will be that top line. On the Blackhawks side, uh, I do really like this debrinkat Kane combo. You can leave off Suter if you want. You could put him in. He's 4,800. He's overpriced, and he's not on the same power play. But um, with Merzlikens out, like, Corpusel isn't as good of a goalie, in my opinion. Uh, Wierenski's still out. They're poor defensively. <laughs> I don't. I don't know how to interpret that one. Uh, you're talking about guys not in, so me either. Maybe they're pouring one out for Merzlikens. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. So like the Debrinkat King combo, they're fifteen five just as a pair. Like it's tough to get them in. So like I don't know if like in like MME if you're gonna get weird and you're gonna fully power play stack like a cheap power play two that sees ice time you can put them in as your two man or if you're doing like some other cheap combos you can get him to bring cat and cane like i do want a little bit of different cat and cane on the slate uh just because with like ovechkin and mcdavid they're probably gonna go overlooked a little bit mm-hmm. but imagine their ownership's a bit depressed and um this is columbus blue jackets team without their best goalie without Wierenski. And they're still in the bottom five in the NHL with actual goals against per 60. So that's some, something I want to attack. Yeah, right now on the top stack tool, the Chicago one line. Uh, so they're 20,300 over on DraftKings. Uh, the highest top two stack percentage, uh, which is a little bit surprising because of the 2.6 implied total. But again, it's one of those things where like we're playing for like the 90, 80th, 90th percentile outcomes. Like if they outperform here, if they score three or four, um, you could be getting the three point bonus out of one or two of those top line guys. And like, they could easily have a tournament winning performance without the Blackhawks having to score six goals. Um, so I think that's where we're getting the high top two stack percentage. Maybe it comes down a little bit. I think Edmonton will probably come up uh, a little bit. I might be a little low on the minutes for pull Yarvey. Uh, Cause I think he's dipped down uh, a little bit over the last couple of games, but um yeah, on, on the Chicago side, it's pretty easy for me. It's either that top line or pretty much nothing outside of just a couple uh, MME flyers here and there on the rest of those lines. On the Blue Jackets, when I ran my crunch uh, earlier and uh, sorted all my lineups out, I got to some of that uh, Jenner, Felino Textier line um, just because of the low ownership. Uh a few lineups of Columbus one and a few lineups of that Stenlin line that you like a little bit. I like the Stenlin Bjorkstrand duo. I think that's pretty good there for 8,500. So I like the call there. Just the, the line in total isn't all that appealing to me as is the case with most of the Columbus lines. I will say though, like this could be a spot where I feel pretty dumb after the slate. You've got a three implied total team against uh at home against a team in Chicago that hasn't been terrible defensively, but certainly isn't like some juggernaut and they're fully correlated for what are they? 18,000. So they're a hundred less than Buffalo who we'll get to uh, in a couple games from now. And I think I would rather have them than Buffalo one, Eichel Olison and Reinhardt, but don't quote me on that just yet. I just like logically thinking through this, if the ownership's going to be similar on those two lines, I, I think I would rather have Columbus, but no uh, ringing endorsements for anyone here outside of me. Some uh, Seth Jones at 5,900, just going to play a lot of minutes. His rates aren't that good this season. So play at your own risk, but that's kind of where I'm going here. Some Corpus Salo, I got to about 10% so far. Uh, it's, it's just whatever. It's mostly a correlation play. Any defensemen on the Hawks side, Dehan Mitchell, 
uh, Connor Murphy, do you think he comes right in and plays a bunch of minutes here? That was the one question I had. I, I don't know. Like, are they going to run like 11? They could run 11 7 to limit his minutes, you know? You just don't know. Like, yeah. I don't want anything to do with Duncan Keith, 5,200. That's a pass for me. Lucas Carlson, maybe. Like, I, if you know he's going to get the minutes, he's min priced. But, like, I really, if, if I had to play somebody, it'd probably be Calvin DeHaan just for his peripherals. But, like, I'm not really interested in anyone on the Hawks defense tonight. Yeah, DeHaan was kind of a machine at times. Uh, early, was it last season? Or was he with Carolina last season? I can't remember. Uh, but yeah, he, he had a couple games where he was blocking shots all over the place. Cause, uh, I think he was on the Hawks for a while last year. I might have my years mixed up, but I think he had a run where he was blocking a ton of shots cause Chicago was just getting caved, um, every night, but yeah, some Dahan's fine for 3,500. Uh, people like Savard as well. 3,600 on the uh, blue jackets. I never get to Savard on, on Savard I'd nights. I'd rather use uh Gavrikov or yeah. Is that how you pronounce it? Yeah. No, he's on the pair of Jones. Yeah. Gavrikov. All right. Uh, let's go to Montreal and Ottawa. 3.5 implied total for the Canadians. 2.5 for the Sens. Carey Price and Matt Murray are your expected goalies here. Saw this one the other night. Montreal 2 scored right off the bat. We thought it was Montreal onslaught night. And then they ended up losing the game. Only got one more the rest of the game. Lost in overtime. Um, And so the Sens, like, I think they're like the complete opposite of a team like the Blue Jackets and Nashville for DFS. Like, they always it feels like all their games have a decent amount of scoring or at least a decent amount of shots. You get the goalies being in play on both sides. Um, only a 2.5 implied total for them. I think we're both going to be on Montreal pretty heavily. Uh, you like anything on the sense side though? Yeah. I mean, I don't, I like this Brady Kachuk Norris combo. I'm not like huge on Josh Norris, but he's on power play one. Brady Kachuk is the straw that, the straw that stirs the drink for the centers. I mean, he's just, really good fantasy player his price has come down he was like up in the seven thousands for a while there this is a tough five on five matchup but the Mont- the one thing that you can exploit is the montreal canadians take a ton of penalties so i think you can definitely you can definitely get some senators power play action in there dad still on the power play 3400 he's down on the on the third line but i mean if you want to go like kachuk norris stutzel and shabbat like i think that's definitely reasonable um you just from a five-on-five matchup, you, you don't really want, like, to attack the, the Canadians. It's just not something you want to do. Right. But, like, this is definitely exploitable from a from power play perspective. And then on the Canadian side, like, I would imagine the Norris line is going gonna, is gonna to get the Dino line. And um, the Colin White line is going to get the Suzuki line. So I, I think I actually like the Dino line a little bit better than the Suzuki line now. I think Colin White, Dadnoff, and Paul is their best defensive line. Um, so I I would uh, want to do some Toffoli, Dino, Gallagher. Again, we don't play that line for the power by correlation. We do it for the five-on-five. Five. Uh, Toffoli up there. Ozzy, come here. We do it for um, – the five on five, but to Foley at 7,300, I think, you know, brings that, that line up to more expensive where people are going to leave Dino off even more often. So I think it's like, it's kind of like a Chandler Stevenson situation with the Vegas. Like if you leave him off, he could score like Dino is actually a, a good player. So like, I'm definitely going to include him in all my Montreal one stuff. Yeah. Uh, despite the matchup, I do still want I, uh, Montreal two in, MME. I don't know if I do them one to three lineups, but 20 max, 150 max, I definitely have some MME. And then Montreal three, I like as well. Uh, Tatar, Kaktiniemi, and Joel Armia uh, going against Steppen and Batherson. That line um, is pretty high event both ways. So, um, yeah, Montreal three is a nice filler stack. Uh, if you want to even go Ottawa two, that's probably the best five on five matchup on the Ottawa side that you're going to get. So, in yeah. the review, I definitely want some sends one for the power play, some sends power play. Montreal one is my favorite line. And then I'd probably go Montreal three as a cheap line. And then I'd have some MME Montreal two. Yeah. I'm going to be 
spread out on these Montreal lines as we have been pretty much the whole season. Um, just good sustained numbers throughout their lineup in their top nine. Uh, it's nice too when they have a high total because the ownership is spread out. Um, I think I think we might be undershooting the Montreal two ownership. Um, yeah, their, just, their price hasn't gone anywhere this season. <laughs> yeah, like. I don't know. I could be wrong on that, but like $7,300 to Foley, I think is going to turn some people off, uh, especially like the full stack. You mentioned to know, not a guy who shoots a lot and he's 4,100. So it's not like he's free. Uh, but yeah, I agree with you on Montreal one. That's my favorite line uh, in this game. Uh, not really a bad matchup for them. They, they don't have amazing numbers so far, but I think they had a couple of really tough matchups against uh, Edmonton one. And I want to say Toronto one in their first couple, that's kind of skewing things for the first I mean, few their games. Corsi numbers are really good. They're just, the, the generation isn't that great, but they've had brutal matchups the first three, four games. So, yeah. Yeah. And I mean, so if you can get these guys uh, well below double digits in ownership, I'm all, I'm all over that. Uh, I've got about double, triple the field right now. Um, and I feel pretty comfortable with that on the Tafoli, Dano and Gallagher line. If you just want to play, you know, the good DFS players on that line Tafoli Gallagher, that's a pretty good two man, but it is very pricey. So, um, looking at the top stacks tool, they're showing uh, positive leverage as well. If you guys care about that, um, Montreal two is going a little bit over owned uh at this moment in time the defenseman is where it gets tough for me on the montreal side judy was boring hello then judy discovered chumbacasino.com it's my little escape now judy's the life of the party oh baby mama's bringing home the bacon whoa take it easy judy The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. Just because Petrie's 6,500, like, I like playing him, uh, especially in past seasons when he's been at, like, 45 to $5,500 mark. But 6,500, I mean, this guy's not Yossi. This guy's not Brent Burns' uh, caliber of player. So he's probably not going to have a lot of ownership. But if you wanted to go to uh, him, you probably want to add in Montreal 1 or Montreal 2 to get him with Toffoli or get him with Duran and uh, Nick Suzuki. On the Ottawa side for me, um, man, I thought – I keep wanting to play a lot of this Ottawa 1 line, but the correlation stinks for them too. They don't have amazing five-on-five numbers. Um, and so I'm finding myself getting to more uh, Ottawa 2, White, Paul, and Dadnoff, uh, and even some Ottawa 3, Stepan Stetzel and Batherson. So probably not a whole lot on the Ottawa side for me. Um, some shares of Ottawa 1, like I mentioned, some shares of all three of the lines. But this game, outside of Montreal 1, kind of separating from the pack, uh, not a whole lot of exposure on any other line, but just kind of some exposure everywhere. So I've got one hammer game where uh, I'm going very heavy on. So, so far, I think I've been kind of all over the place, but uh, you guys will see why, at least what I plan to do uh, later. And then I forgot to mention uh, Thomas Shabbat is a game time decision, but it sounds like he's going to play tonight. So do with that what you will, you will know prior to lock, which is the good part. Anything else here? The Ottawa goalie is up in question, right? Like Joey Decord or whatever was in the starters not this morning. But yeah, I think the coach said it was going to be Murray, though. Like they just gave him the morning off. Um, but, yeah, keep an eye on that for sure. Because, yeah, I saw that Decord and then some guy, some other guy I'd never heard of. I'd never heard of Decord until a couple of days ago. But, um yeah. You know, maybe Murray's nursing something. I don't know if it's something to do. It could be swelling and uh, may not be able to go. So always something to keep an eye on, especially with the cheap goalie that's going to see a lot of volume. 
Good Branson, 2,700, your boy. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'd rather play Brandstrom for 2,700. Yeah. Yeah. So would I. Then good, uh, good, Brandstrom over Good Branson. I know. I At first, I thought they were the same people. They spell Eric the same way. <laughs> um, but yeah, Brandstrom for me as well. If you're going for a cheap Ottawa defenseman. Before we move it on, uh, if you want to check out the projections today, those are free. I'm working on those throughout the morning, throughout the afternoon, and updating with anything important after lock as well. Uh, NHL projections free today only, NBA rankings and PGA rankings as well. We've got a bunch of NBA shows coming on in about 27 minutes, so be sure to check those out if you're playing NBA DFS. And if you want to get a peek behind the paywall, NBA rankings, again, are free today. If you haven't followed us, Already on Twitter, we've got uh, we got a ton of accounts, but the ones I want to point out are the Osmo NHL account. If you need some uh, highlights in your life, just can't get enough hockey, and you also want some DFS news at Osmo NHL is where you're going to find that. And then we're giving away 30 free weekly passes on our main account, Osmo underscore com. So give us a follow there. You got a chance to uh, win a weekly pass because we are almost at 30,000 followers. And then as always, we're going to be uploading the show on our podcast network on both the main channel and the Osmo NHL DFS channel. We've got a podcast for every sport and we're uh, available on every major platform, whether you listen on Spotify, Apple podcasts, or any of the other 50 of them. Um, we're probably on there. So just write us a five-star review uh, on one of our podcasts, pick your favorite, and uh, you got a chance to win a free month of Osmo plus platinum. So a lot of good stuff. Only takes a few seconds of your time, liking, subscribing, and all that, and uh, helps us uh, helps you support us and helps us uh, give you free stuff as well potentially. Buffalo, New Jersey, two point five implied total for the Sabers, three for the Devils. Probably Carter Hutton because Buffalo played last night and it was Allmark. Blackwood is confirmed for the Devils. Um, and this is not a game that I'm in love with, but uh, what jumps out to you here? I want to like Buffalo top line, but I just, I just don't <laughs> like, I want to get behind Reinhardt Eichel Olofsson, but like they're probably going to see the Zajac line. Like, yeah, they haven't played together much, but Zajac's their best defensive center. Um, they've been Buffalo one has been terrible five on five where they do their damages on the power play. So if you want to play it for the power play, that's perfectly fine. Five on five matchups, not that great. Um, on the Buffalo side, if I had to pick a line, it'd probably be the Hall, Stahl, and Dylan Cousins line. Um, I don't really love that line either. I'd probably dabble a little bit. I'd have a couple shares in MME if I was, if I was playing 150. Uh, if I was playing 20, I'd maybe have one or two. But yeah, I mean, my focus on this game is probably on this uh, devil side, the Andreas Janssen, Jack Hughes, Kyle Palmieri line. Um, they're going to get the depth. They, they try to get Jack Hughes up, up against the depth of teams. So uh, Janssen is 2,700, Palmieri 5,300 power play one. Jack Hughes is off the top power play. I, I'm not sure that sticks the entire game. Maybe he sure moves down or Zacha moves down, but like, as a as a line is the Janssen Hughes Palmieri line. If you want a cheap duo for power play one, Heischer Zacha or sixty one hundred, I think you can do that as well. Put them in with uh, PK Subban at forty four hundred, get a nice little three man going there. But yeah, this game as a whole, I'd probably just be uh, underweight in single entry three max, twenty max, one fifty max for me. Yeah. yeah, I think I'm gonna be underweight kind of across the board. The one line I may get over the field on is Stahl Hall and Cousins. It's mostly just because Taylor Hall is carrying the play on that line. Stahl can still do some things uh, in his old age. Cousins gets PP2 time with Stahl. So a couple things to like there. Uh, they also don't get the toughest matchup. Uh, not that there's a very tough one on the Devils, but they haven't been terrible defensively so far. Um, I wanted to like the Devils lines, but as is the case when you've got the um, – when you've got a slate with Ovi and uh, McDavid, there's no McKinnon tonight, but like you've got things you want to spend up for elsewhere. People are just going to slam the values uh, in order to fit them in. Like you got to get under the salary cap. Right. And I think a lot of that ownership is going to be 
uh, on these Devils' top two lines. You've got a line for 13-3, the Paul Mary line, and then you've got a 10K flat line that's going to see 15, 16, 17 minutes uh, for especially for uh, Nico and uh, probably Brat as well. Like, I don't know. I, I feel like it's going to be too popular of a filler for me to get to double digits on any, any of these lines. So I will have some, and I do want to mix them in uh, with some two mans like Hughes, Paul, Mary, Heesher, uh, Zaka, something like that. Um, so I will be doing some of that, but yeah, the, the ownership is scaring me off on a team that I don't love. And I feel like people are just going to jam them in because they're cheap and not necessarily because this is an awesome spot. Carter Hutton is Carter Hutton. So, I mean, like it might be deserved. It might not. I don't know. We'll find out. I mean, but he sure Zaka uh, power play one for 6,100 is definitely going to be popular. Yeah. I mean, and I get it. Uh, maybe we're like overshooting them on ownership. Um, but like, it's just so easy. I'm on the lineup builder right now. When you, when you uh, put in Nico Zaka and let's just put it in like Paul Mary, you have, 6,433 per player remaining with the rest of your, what, six spots. Like you put in any sort of cheap goal and you can basically play whatever you want. So I just think they're going to be very popular with uh, Edmonton one. Uh, I think I'm more likely to play them with some like mid-tier lines, maybe like Montreal one, uh, some of the Montreal lines and then spend up and leave some salary on the table than I am to like fill out a 50K lineup with, uh, like the devil's highest owned players. So just an ownership thing for me. If you like them as a value, if you think it's a great spot, I'm certainly not going to talk anyone off of that. I don't think I'm getting to some Ty Smith for 3,700. He's okay. Uh, that's about as, as good of things as I can say about Ty Smith right now, get some secondary power play time. And then I'm going back to the Matt Irwin. Well, uh, 2,700, he played 21 minutes last night uh, and this guy blocked shots back to back. Maybe the team's tired. Like he's, he's willing to block shots and that is something, especially for 2,700. If he gets anywhere close to 21 minutes, yeah, I think he's kind of a jam him in kind of player that people won't be on. So yeah, just had to uh, say my Irwin piece, but that's all I've got on this game. Anything else? I like Mackenzie Blackwood tonight. I think he's one of the goalies that I consider, to put in my lineups without correlating in Devils, um, seven eight hundred. He's still under that like eight thousand threshold, and I still think he could see decent volume. So, Mackenzie Blackwood. Uh, if you want to throw in Carter Hutton on your Buffalo stacks, that's fine. I mean, but I, I don't think I'd want off Carter Hutton. Yeah, fair enough. Let's go to the Preds and the Red Wings. We'll speed through this one quick to get to the uh, main course of the night, the late night hammer. Three implied total for the Preds, 2.5 for the Red Wings. It's going to be Rene's uh, likely. I think he's $200 cheaper than Saros, and this is the second to last game of the slate to lock. So if you wanted to be very safe, you could start with Saros and swap down that extra 200 But uh, it is Jonathan Bernier. He's the likely goalie on the other side. I don't know if he's actually going to start. It could be Grice. Uh, I don't think Detroit played last night. Most important part of this game, well, second most important is the uh, Johansson news, I suppose, back on line three for the Preds. We don't really care about that because Larkin and Mantha are expected to start together with good old Darren Helm, $2,500. Have you seen their numbers together this season, though? <laughs> This season, have they? They haven't played I'll, yet. I'll, I'll fill you in on their numbers this season. They right. played, I think, like fifty, or maybe like in total fifty-one. So I, I've seen their number. I, I looked from twenty eighteen until present day, and they're like, I mean, it just goes to show how good Larkin and Mantha are together at five on five. Like they can make Darren Helm part of a very very good five on five line. But yeah, they, they have awesome numbers together uh, over time. Are you playing them? I, I don't know because like <sighs> I mean you were digging deep on them so it sounds like you're at least interested in playing them for one lineup which says a lot when you've got a lot of other spots but they are that good at five on five I gotta do my due diligence on everybody and it's just like these Preds lines like Forsberg, Gramlin, Arvidsson they're probably going to see the Larkin line for as good as they are like offensively they're probably 
you know, Granlund, when's the last time Granlund, besides last game, played center? Like 2018, 2017? Well, I think even, like, maybe 2015 for the Wild back in the day. But that's, like, I can remember him centering a line with, like, Zucker and, and like, guys like that. But maybe, like, Thomas Bannock. But, yeah, uh, yeah it, it hasn't been for a while before so, like, the last game. As, assuming that these lines stick, which may not be the case because, you know, the Red Wings – you know, go up pretty quickly and then they move Johansson back up there. But who knows what Hines is going to do. But like, if, if this is, if this line's going to stick like Larkin, Mantha, and even Helm, if he's been priced and he's, he had the shot bonus last game. So like, if you want to put him in, I think this is very advantageous for uh, Larkin, Mantha for sure. Like their numbers, I mean, it's a small sample. They've played only like 50 minutes together, but they have a 4.32 expected goals for, uh, 15 high danger chances, four per 60, 64% Corsi four. I mean, like those are ridiculous numbers and it's just funny because it's Darren Helm, but like Larkin and Mantha together, are just one of the, one of those elite combos. So I think for sure, like you, you're definitely going to have to consider them tonight. Um, and then really on the Pred side, like, yeah, I think that Nashville top line is going to get ownership. And I, if they're going to get any sort of like, ownership at all i definitely want to be underweight on them uh especially you know like granlin just because you don't know like johansson's going to start in the third line sure but like is he going to finish there probably not no yeah so like for me on the national side like i feel like i say this every time like the only thing you can really trust is yossi and ellis so i definitely want some yossi and ellis and maybe some some arvidson and forsberg but tread with caution if you're putting in granlin yeah, I mean, as always with Nashville, like you just don't really know. I think the line I'm most confident in sticking, like in its entirety, is the second line: Duchesne, Yarncroft, and Grimaldi. Uh, I think they've had pretty good results in their first couple of games. They have uh, very, very good five-on-five numbers. I think last game they outscored their opponent or outshot, like out attempted, eighteen to two. They do so, have a very good matchup too. I just, you know, it's like it's yeah, just yeah. tough putting in Yarncroft and Grimaldi. Right. 5700 without any power play time yeah so i mean if you want to go like uh duchene with arvidson and one of the other two wingers on duchene's line that's something you could do um but that'd be more if i was like hand building i don't think i would get to a pp2 stack uh on a team that doesn't have a great power play but anyways you got yossi on the predator side i think i'm gonna be below the field on nashville one uh i kind of echo everything you said who knows if they're going to stick together. And that's kind of my biggest problem. Plus they're going to face a lot of time against the only line worth anything on the Detroit side. Uh, you really want to attack that Detroit depth. I think Forsberg and Arvidsson, if they stick together are going to be glued on uh, or Detroit one's going to be glued on them. So not a quality matchup. Uh, not only does the Larkin man at the helm line have good five on five numbers offensively, but also defensively, they're pretty solid as well, especially for uh compared to the rest of this uh, Detroit team. That's, I, th- I think that's all I've got. I just, I'm so not confident on Nashville and just wanted to point out maybe that second line is one that I think I'll be over the field on uh, in MMEs. I don't know if they'll get into like my $40 lineups or like my high end single entry lineups, but they'll be in the mix for sure for me. What about, uh, did you mention like if you were MMEing on the Detroit line, uh, the top line, where do you think you'd be on them? I'd probably be, uh, well, with Helm, I'd probably be overweight. And then I have to make a decision because, like, people are going to leave Helm off. So, like, I'd be mm-hmm. more likely to leave Helm in. Just because he's min-priced, you don't really need much. And, like, everyone's going to leave him off. So, like, if Larkin and Mantha, that combo is going to get a decent amount of ownership, the way to get <laughs> – a bit unique is actually yeah. put Darren Helm in. So like, I think I'd be over the field as the full line stack. And then like Larkin Mantha combos with, with it was a Christian Jews is back on juice is back on the power play. They moved chronic down. So like that trio, I'd probably be more aware of what I was doing um, ownership wise, but if I'm going to put in Helm, I'm going to be over the field for sure. Yeah. So I'm like right on where the field's at in my Detroit lineups. If the, the slate were to start right now, I'm at about 15% of Larkin, about 14% of Mantha, about, let's see, 10% of Helm. So 
I think he's projected to be 8% owned right now. He might even be less than that. But the one way I'm differentiating is going like Larkin, uh, Manta, and Bobby Ryan as just a power play one uh, trio. I think that's fine. Uh, would love it if Ryan started out with Larkin and Manta. I think that'd be a pretty good uh, trio to play when I'd feel a little bit more confident in. But you got the Darren Helm conundrum. Uh, like with the Joe Thornton thing, like I'll leave him on in some, I'll not have him on in some, I'll have some Larkin Manta, two mans where it makes sense. Um, but yeah, just want to make sure that Larkin and Manta are the anchors of that line. I'm not getting like Darren Helm one-offs. Like no one has any time for that. So, we good on this game? Yeah. All right. Last game of the night before you guys head out, if you could drop us a like that helps us out. Uh, as always, uh, we're giving you free stuff and trying to give you the nuts, uh, and win you some tournaments. We've had some success so far in our premium Slack chat. If you guys want to join, we've got the NHL weekly pass for 1199. Actually, I think it's 1195. So there you go. Save yourself four cents per week. And then, um, as Josh mentioned, we've also got an NHL express pass. If you're just looking to get the rankings, um, and a premium Slack access, which is very important for NHL DFS, NHL Weekly Express is $3.95. You can come uh, troll Josh, myself, Cliffy, and uh, the rest of the crew in the premium Slack and tilt with us. We've got a good community in there. Oilers, Canucks, 3.4 implied total for the Oilers, 3.1 for the Canucks. It is Mike Smith, and it is – actually, I shouldn't say it is Mike Smith. It's expected to be Mike Smith right now on my screen. Demko for the Canucks, possibly. We're not going to know goalies here. I don't remember off the top of my head if these goalies are priced the same uh, as their backups, but I can check on that quick. Demko 75. Holtby is 75. Okay. And then Koskinen, is he 81? He's 79. 79. Okay. So I would put in Smith. This is truly the final game of the night. Uh, So you would hate to have a team doing really well. You got Koskinen in there and then uh, you got to swap down to, that's your Demco play guys against your goalie type of thing. So I would just sacrifice the $200 uh, and start out with Smith and go from there. What do you, what do you prefer in this game? I would guess for like, I want to hear your thought process from a one lineup perspective here. Okay. So let's just assume that Horvat's going to see McDavid because on their previous seasons, when the Canucks have been home and they've played the Oilers, Horvat has seen McDavid for most of the time. If that holds true, right. That even though Horvat's their best defensive line, like <laughs> I still want Edmonton one here. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, Pooley RV is getting up there and his ice time has been going down. So like, it's kind of because he hasn't been getting the power play one time. Neil is out tonight. So maybe, Maybe he just has to split time with uh, the real deal Alex Chieson for that power play one time. But, like, he still may only see half the time. If you want to leave him on Edmonton 1, I think that's you definitely can do that. Like, he's he's been great at 5-on-5. Five five. So, assuming Horvat, McDavid, I want the McDavid line. Their ownership does scare me. I'd probably be under the field in MME. Um, I probably want to be way under on McDavid or way over. It's just one of those things when you're putting in like a McDavid or Matthews or Vetchkin, I want to be way under, way over. Being at the field kind of doesn't get you anywhere. But really, the meat and potatoes here is if the Horvat line is going at McDavid, that means the Pedersen line is going to get the Leon Dreisaitl line. And Cliffy has noted every time that the Oilers play that the Dreisaitl line has been bailed out by goaltending. Like they have a 950 the goalie Edmonton goalie has a 950 save percentage when Edmonton two on the ice. And that just is not sustainable. And the Patterson Besser Miller line has looked great as of late. So if these matchups like hold true, the Patterson line is going to run over the dry side line. It's just whether or not the goalie is going to stop the shots. Right. So the most exposure I want from this game is that, is that lot of line, the Patterson Besser Miller line. I think this is my favorite spot of the night. I'm not going to be alone. They're definitely going to have ownership. They're very, their prices are very reasonable, so I would imagine they garner a good amount of ownership. But that being said, definitely want to be overweight Vancouver too. I either want to be way overweight on McDavid or way underweight. Like if on the if I go way under, it's just going to boost my Vancouver two more. So I'd mm-hmm. make that those decisions. I still have a little bit of like a Canucks power play, like Corvat forty nine hundred. I think you can include them, but. 
really the meat and potatoes of this game for me is is Van Two. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I I like. I'm all over Vancouver. Uh, the matchups definitely matter for me. Like if we knew the Horvat line was up against McDavid, Nugent Hopkins, and Pugliarvi, like that was going to be their plan, then I would feel even better about uh, the Pedersen line. But right now they're my highest own line. Uh, and that's, I think we're coming in a little bit low on the ownership on them. So even when that comes up into like the teens, I think you're going to see ownership somewhat split because the Horvat line is also very cheap. Um, but yeah, like this Pedersen, Besser, Miller line has played like, I think they have four expected goals per 60 over their last 10 games and like one against. So going up against a line like Dreisaitl, uh, Cahoon and Yamamoto is not strong defensively at all. Um, or even if they see some time against McDavid, the point is, I don't think they're going to see all their time against, uh, McDavid. And that's, that's what you would like to see. They've been playing amazing at five on five, um, been on Vancouver for a number of games in a row as they've kind of turned this around, uh, to some extent, they haven't been terrible defensively, but they cannot stay out of the penalty box. So I, I get it. People wanting to go to Edmonton one. I want to go to Edmonton one, but I think I'm going to be closer to like the 10% range on them, which I think by the time he gets a lock is going to be a little below the field, yeah, but yeah. I might be closer yeah. on a guy like Nugent Hopkins and pull because I like the full stack with pull I hope people leave him off at that price, 5,500. But yeah, this is, this is my favorite game of the night. I think I'll have some game stacks. Like I could see myself having some like uh, five man Canucks stacks with Hughes and full PP one and, uh, Demko in there with them. Like, I think they're onslaughtable, both teams, because of how uh, Vancouver can't stay out of the penalty box. And then I think it's a, an amazing five on five spot for uh, both of the top two Canucks lines, but especially the Pedersen line. So, yeah, favorite spot of the night. I will be slamming and uh, ho- probably pivoting at some point to like, you know, Edmonton three when all my lineups are dead and I've got chalk Vancouver and Edmonton at the hey, end of this. And Adam Gaudet, man, he's due for a hat. <laughs> like, I, so that's another line that I think you can play too. So yeah, man, I, this is the spot for me, this game. I don't usually game stack, especially on a six game slate, but and I'm not even going to go out of my way to do it, but I, I think it's going to happen a fair amount. Defenseman more correlation plays for me. Although I will say I like Nate Schmidt as a one-off uh, or even with your, Vancouver two stacks probably going to play a lot uh, at five on five with both of the top two lines and Edler, maybe a good block shot spot for uh, Jordy Ben as well. Anything, uh, any last thoughts before we head out? Uh, If you're using Edmonton one, you want to put in Barry. That's fine. I think Darnell nurse, $200 cheaper. You can one off him, even though he's not on the top power play. I think his peripherals are way better than Barry. All right. Get in Slack, everybody. Osmo.com slash join. Thanks for watching. Hit the like button on your way out. We will, uh, Cliffy and Josh, we'll see you back tomorrow afternoon. Good luck, everybody. Good luck. Yes, sir.